and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Dr. Priyanka Anand, your host for the day. Today's podcast is a very, very important and interesting topic. The topic for today is practicing the art of self-compassion in daily life. I know you're wondering, what is self-compassion? Self-compassion is basically self-kindness or self-care. Compassion is something that we use to treat others kindly. But self-compassion is basically turning the pointer towards you to have the same caring heart and attitude that we want to show others but for ourselves. So in essence, it's treating yourself as your own good friend. And this good friend is required when you're having a difficult day, when you are feeling anxious, when you're feeling unhappy, when you feel that life's struggles are trying to overwhelm you. Practicing self-compassion in daily life is extremely important for us to be able to adapt and learn. This simple technique can give a lot of self-assurance to us and help us transition through difficulties. But I'm not talking about self-compassion for a day. I'm talking about a daily practice of self-compassion. To be able to look after yourselves, rejuvenate yourselves and nurture yourselves, it's also called self-nourishing. Now how does really one do self-compassion or how do you practice self-compassion? And how do you adapt small things in your day-to-day routine to be able to help you through this transition? So I'm going to introduce mainly five pillars or five dimensions of your life in which you can embed self-compassion. It's extremely simple as I explained to you. The first aspect is physical. The second aspect is mental. Emotional is the third one. Relational is the fourth one. And spiritual is the fifth one. These are the five aspects or dimensions in your life that you need to adapt self-compassion into. Now self-compassion actually helps you to restore your own energy cycles. It helps you to wake up with a renewed sense of vigor. Because stress, anxiety, problems tend to weigh us down and they tend to discharge our batteries, right? So just like when your devices are low on battery, you quickly plug them in and get recharged devices. This self-compassion in daily life works with the exact same scientific principle to renew, recharge and rejuvenate you. Now, how do you do this? How do you really enhance these five dimensions that I mentioned? So I will take one dimension at a time and explain to you with few examples as to what you can do. And I want you to choose those examples or those practices that suit you and your lifestyle. The first aspect is physical, which is also called softening the body, making the body more agile, more adaptive, more flexible, releasing all those tensed jolts and those knots which are there in the body. Now, how do you do that? The simplest way to adapt self-compassion in daily life in the physical aspect is by exercise. Even a 10, 15, 20, 30 minute power workout regime 
a walk a stroll stair climbing yoga jumping spot jogging all these exercises are fantastic to nurture the physical body now exercise is something i have always emphasized is important no matter what age group or what phase of life you are in even an infant that is lying in a cot is asked to do exercises by a pediatrician or a neonatologist even somebody who's aged and has retired needs to follow very very strong exercise routines if you're young and maybe you're in the 18 to 25 age group and you think you've got high metabolism you burn all the fat you eat you don't need to exercise exercise is not required to be thin or be fit exercise is required to stay healthy to be able to open up all your chakras and to let the energy flow through your body sleep sleep is the second aspect which is very important and most of us tend to ignore this aspect because we are so busy trying to overachieve everything trying to have those long stretch days and then ultimately you want to get hooked on to some netflix watch shows till late wake up early in the morning have a jump start to your day but if the body is deprived of sleep it's going to start uh, developing and manifesting stress for the mind the third aspect is massage yes massage is a great way to rejuvenate and replenish the body and the best thing that the massage does is helps to get your blood circulation going a warm bath so if you could fill up a hot tub and you know put on some nice aromatic candles and uh, play some lovely soothing music so that is again a great way to nurture and rejuvenate the physical body and then you could end your uh, warm uh, leisurely rejuvenating bath with a nice hot cup of coffee cocoa tea uh, there are these lovely fruit fusion or uh, flower fusion teas which are devoid of caffeine so they don't harm you but they are very delicious and they also perk you up if you've heard of the hibiscus and the goji berry infusions or the pea flower tea which is very commonly had in asian countries and this tea is supposed to be blended with lavender or any other nice flower and it's supposed to be a mood elevator and these are natural mood elevators which are healthy and safe you know you don't need to always take substances to elevate your mood so that was the focus on your physical being these small small simple practices can make you feel happy and uh, refreshed coming to the mental aspect so in the mental aspect for self compassion in daily life which is the topic for today we need to look at reducing agitation agitation can be greatly reduced by distancing ourselves from technology and digital devices uh, i i'm a great uh, uh, you know uh, profession of the digital devices and technology and i feel it's made our life super easy and you know we're all connected and blah 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 but there is a cut off time that you need to have because beyond a point those devices are not aligning with the human being that we are right so we need to center ourselves from time to time and that earthing like they say is required for us to be able to remain fresh and happy and to be low on stress so for the mental uh, rejuvenation i recommend us to adapt to the japanese technique so the japanese technique of silence is basically practicing 
60 minutes of silence the beginning of the day and before the end of the day that helps us to calm our mind not having any conversation not being on any devices just being with ourselves right the other aspect you can try out is mindfulness or meditation watching a comedy that makes you laugh that makes you relax reading a book uh, if you have your kindle and you can read on the move or uh, you can take that quiet time out and just you know uh, catch up on some good reading drawing and coloring you'll be surprised is not for kindergartners or for school going children only at any age group drawing and coloring is one of the most de-stressing activities you don't have to be this excelling artist to paint but you know if you can uh, just paint those pre-drawn books also this is a very very therapeutic technique and relieves tremendous amount of stress you'll be amazed if you give a teenager you know these tools and you see how creative and how relaxed they can get sometimes they can get even immersed in their coloring uh, puzzles are a wonderful way to de-stress and they are also like brain exercises so if you can get your hands on a 50 100 piece 500 piece 1000 piece puzzle the whole family can sit and construct these puzzles together so it's a great bonding time if you're away from your family right now you could do uh, puzzles with your friends with your partner and you know it's a lovely bond that you share and there's great learning and brain exercise that happens and luckily these are not digital suggestions right so now coming to the emotional aspect of your life so in the emotional aspect for self compassion in daily life we just need to soothe ourselves we need to comfort ourselves so journaling is one of the most uh, amazing ways uh, to practice self therapy so journaling helps us to track our thoughts and starts to enhance self awareness and journaling is not only required when you're facing a problem right or you have some uh, mental disorder or illness journaling is a lovely technique to be able to talk to yourself to be able to make positive affirmations and determinations and journaling is something that you have a track of so if you are not into the diary and that pen mode of life you can do digital journaling which is password protected and there are lovely uh, typeset uh, things that you can download on your device that have the date and the calendar these digital calendars that help you put in a couple of things you could also have journaling for reminders to uh, you know bring yourself to keep you on on track so uh, the uh, another very simple technique for emotional grounding is daily gratitude so i always recommend before you start the day and embrace that mayhem and chaos that unfolds in your day um, you know if you're a busy mom or uh, you're if you're a housewife who has a plethora of uh, activities that you need to take care of if you are a working professional who has to just get ready shower grab a bite rush to work and you're going through this long commute while you're listening to me right now or if you're you know a busy dad who's in this business and there are these so many people listening to you and you know working with you you don't have time then just start the day with daily gratitude just end the day with daily gratitude and daily gratitude is nothing but it's just thankfulness it's just telling the universe that you're so happy to be where you are and you have this amazing mission that is unfolding for you and you're just so grateful for whatever you have 
even if it is small even if it is the least that you could have had right now the more thank yous you say the more you multiply whatever you want so it's it's like the attitude of gratitude that creates abundance in your life and gratitude helps us uh, automatically release those grudges and that bottling of negative emotion so deep breathing is again just wonderful especially when you're walking or you're doing your yoga practice if you allow uh, the prana or the air to enter your body and release gently again it's a very very simple grounding technique then um, the simplest thing that you can even practice on your work desk is visualizing a peaceful image so uh, a lot of people save images on devices and look at them a lot of people save mental images so whatever works for you uh, even um, mothers who are listening to me right now can put up these lovely images for their teenagers or their younger kids or for teenagers you can cut out or print out a lovely image even for a toddler and you can put it up where the child is spending maximum time this visualization technique is really beautiful uh, a lot of people put up pictures of angels uh, you know or uh, uh, their family members on their work desk and those are also peaceful visualizations which we don't realize right so and then of course listening to music i always recommend music uh, music gets the toddler happy music gets grandpa and grandmom happy uh, whatever stage of life phase of life you are in music is one thing that always binds you together so have a family song get everybody to dance get everybody to listen to music perky music soothing music whatever's your mood there's music for everybody right and sometimes we don't understand the language of the music that we listen to but it's really really it cheers you up like i love spanish music and i don't understand too much of spanish language but i just love the music i love the tunes i love the 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 you know the fun and excitement that it creates moving on to the next dimension which is relational so relational is the fourth dimension i've already shared the physical the mental and the emotional with you relational is an important dimension but it's also one of the most challenging dimensions this is about connecting with others and somehow this pandemic has made us closer digitally but physically we are very very distant so uh, understanding the importance of meeting with friends friends who you love are like trusted advisors and why it's important to hang out with your close friends is because friends make you become yourself and they help that personality that is you be yourself so friendship hanging out ganging up is the comfort zone activity right which is very very important to be able to speak that language to be able to laugh crack those jokes so this is very very therapeutic the next one is uh, which i'm suggesting is sending a thank you card or a thank you note uh, i mean for my generation i'll say a handwritten one but whatever thank you note you relate to uh, you know there are always these people in our environment that we are grateful for but when was the last time we really wrote something and shared with them and you'll be amazed how happy the person will be to receive that thank you note from you even if it's just two three lines even if it's um just a simple note uh, you know maybe you sent to your mom for 
cooking for you or you know just serving these delicious meals to you every day without expecting you to even acknowledge them so you can take that opportunity or maybe a sibling who's just always looked out for you one little thank you note so that thank you note is amazing when you write it out and it's also amazing for the person who receives the note this opens the heart chakra <laughs> for the person writing the note and receiving the note if if you want to understand why we are suggesting this the next one is playing board games and i know you laugh because people think that board games are for children but board games are one of the most therapeutic things that you could do uh and even you just need one other person to play a game of chess or ludo or snakes and ladders those age old games or cluedo or scotland yard or uno all those games make us laugh pictionary is a very creative game that you can play together then there's a game called life which a lot of uh people use even during therapy to allow people to express themselves so board games are great and you know you get to play but you're not on a device anymore so this is a really fun way for family bonding for friendships uh, to be you know for friends to spend time together next is joining a club and this club i don't mean like the club where you know you're just dancing or drinking but the club i mean is people with common interests so if your interests are spiritual then reach out to those people who practice that kind of spirituality if your club uh, if your uh, interest is reading then join a book club where you can critique books if you are into art then join the art club or wine appreciation or a fitness club so you know people are into pilates or parkour whatever is really that calling and that passion and that thing that gets you going it's very important to join a club you can even join virtual clubs where you get to talk about what you did what you achieved and how it helped you and uh, the last one which is always simple is give a compliment appreciate people around you tell people that they're looking beautiful when you think that they're looking beautiful it helps you to appreciate nature and people around you and it also makes the person receiving the compliment very very happy the last one which is also the most critical one is spiritual quotient or your spirituality so this is the fifth dimension in self compassion for daily life which is basically a commitment to your own value system so the first one is pray but if you don't believe in praying that's okay uh you can just practice mindfulness and the centering technique which is equal to praying so praying is nothing it's just actually folding our hands together and offering reverence to whatever the higher force in your life that you believe in a lot of cultures believe in gods goddesses mythical creatures mythological creatures a lot of uh, cultures believe in energies right a lot of cultures do not believe in anything but that's okay praying basically means bringing together your 10 worlds because each of your fingers represents a world and you just join those fingers together to create very very powerful energy cycle and this energy cycle when you fold your hands and you're pointing them upwards towards the sky and it's touching your heart chakra which is located in the chest cavity you are actually energizing your own body so when i say pray i don't mean that you pray to somebody else you could also be praying to the force which is within you right you could be praying to your own energy body but the whole concept of the prayer is energizing your own body and your own aura 
next one is walking in nature which is also called earthing earthing it is also a japanese uh, technique which is called shorin yoku which is a beautiful technique to just immerse nature the hues of nature which are unfolding in front of us all the time the fragrance the breeze the sky the earth just sitting there or walking or running and just being in nature and you'll be amazed it's as good as going to one of the most luxurious spas in the world because when you go to nature you go to your natural habitat the habitat that you were born to be in right uh so walking in parks if you could walk in a jungle or a forest please be safe <laughs> but yeah if you could go into that real form of nature that is the best otherwise parks gardens the road all of that is great as well helping others you know having a plan to ensure that you are able to help people when they need you is a, a beautiful spiritual aspect the next one is practicing yoga and i've always shared in my podcast and i firmly practice and believe that yoga is the only form of exercise that uh, encompasses and amalgamates all our dimensions the physical the emotional the spiritual the mental um it is this complete workout that aligns the human being and the human body the axis with the axis of the universe and that amalgamation is divine <laughs> so the energies that you start to absorb and emit from your own body is like basically you become part of the universe like say you know i've always looked up to mount fuji and i always quote the example of mount fuji when i talk about spirituality so you become that kind of structure you know you become that kind of a uh, part of the universe's axis and the last one is go on a retreat so this is of course an indulgence if you have the time you have the resources uh, if there are retreats that are safe for you to go right now but then yeah those getaways those staycations those holidays no matter how much we may think uh you know that it's okay if i couldn't go or i went but a small getaway also even if it's a day retreat is really really amazing so just coming back to today's topic which is self compassion in daily life i mean that looking at all these dimensions which is your physical your mental emotional relational spiritual you need to imbibe and adapt all these practices obviously you can't do all of this every day but you can do a little bit little bit whenever you can just being aware and conscious about these dimensions and small things that you can nurture when you're listening to this podcast i'm pretty sure that you are already compartmentalizing the dimensions as i speak and you will know which dimension for you is a bit weak so you can also lay more emphasis or stress on that dimension to begin with because that's how we create this amazing balance in our own lives this podcast is just oriented towards helping you look within tap into your inner power and start to harness all those energies that are already there and those energies could be latent could be dormant could be inactive 
because of the blockages that we have created for ourselves so when we harbor grudges when we hold negativity in our heart like anger frustration unhappiness we actually block those energies from positively impacting us and we start to hold negative energies in our body the reason why i am suggesting you start practicing self compassion is because the longer you hold on to the negative energy in the energy body the physical body falls ill right you'll develop a fever a cold you could even develop chronic illnesses going forward which become troublesome and start to impact the body so these simple practices help you to really live a new life every day to really start afresh you know when the flower turns from the bud and blossoms into a flower the next 3 days of the blossoming process the flower looks the most beautiful and that process of blossoming and opening up is what you will start to experience in the most natural way and this blossoming i don't mean to indicate youth please understand that the flower that is within you can blossom at any time of your life and that radiance that will come from within you will be greater than any perfume or face cream or lotion or outfit that you can adorn your outer body with so whatever robe you are wearing will start to look very very beautiful because the radiance and the light is emitting from within you to the outside i hope you've enjoyed this podcast today and i wish you a very very amazing victorious day don't stop anything in your life without giving it your 100% that's the mantra for the day that i want you to hold on to don't take a step back take a step forward don't give up till you have put up your full fight and determination to achieve whatever you want to achieve and may you keep winning wherever you are and keep coming back and thank you so much for all your messages and uh, the validation of my podcast from all my listeners feel free as i always say to send me a topic of your interest and surely i will come back with an amazing podcast for you to learn from take care and go through this lovely weekend that is coming up and make the most of it bye